This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I want to turn over to way back in the Old Testament. Now, there you go again, Pastor, with the Old Testament. Well, remember, Jesus said... You know, I didn't come to do away with it. I just came to fulfill it. came to make it better. I'm going to add the new to it. Are you listening? And the new fulfills the old. Are you listening? We can, we can, if you take away all the old, the old Testament, you have to take away more than half of the New Testament. Because the New Testament quotes and references the Old Testament. Jesus quotes and references the Old Testament. So am, I, am I helping anybody here today? You've got to rightly divide the word of truth. Say, well, that, that's the law. I'm not under the law. I know you're not under the law. Go break the ones out here. See where it gets you. You don't have to be under it. You can scoot all around it or crawl over it. You know, whatever you want to do. But the law is the law. I'm not under the law. Sure you are. Go jump, get up on the roof and jump off and let's watch the law of gravity. You defy the law of gravity. Amen. The law is the law. Now the spirit, listen, now the spirit of the law, the letter of the law kills. It destroys this. Do's and don'ts and condemnation and stuff like that. But the spirit of the law is life. Are you listening? When the spirit of God uh, is in it, there's life. Praise the Lord. And the only thing that God is dealing with in your and my life is the stuff that's killing us, that's destroying us. The only reason God would challenge us to change is because He knows the end of that thing might seem right, but it's destruction. Well, two or three of you got on board. I can hear the whistle blowing. Woo-woo! Trains leaving the station. Amen. All right. August is an action August. It's time to do the new. We've been set up for success and that there's a new thing, a new season, new soil, and new seed. Now, <clears throat> let me define new for you. N-E-W. It's, it's, it's what, you, what you never knew. N. K-N-E-W. New is what you never knew. It's brand new. You, you, you can't drag the old now into a new now and, thing, and the new things that God wants to do and show you. Because it will filter that. That's, remember, that's what religious folks do. Jesus come along. He's brand new. They say, what is this new teaching? Because they were so adherent to the old teaching. And man, they didn't just miss what he was saying. They missed him. Why? Because is God in the new? Yeah. That's why God, God uh, and, and we need to be glad for that. We're called the new creation. Hmm? <clears throat> let, let, let's make a separation between the do and the don't. Because if it's time to do the new, let's the do the willingness. If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good. You'll eat the fat. There'll be abundance, the abundance that God talks about in your life. Now, now willingness 
And unwillingness is the dividing line of God in all of his dealings with us. Whomsoever will, Jesus said it over and over and over and over again. Whosoever will. See? And God guards, absolutely will not invade the circle of your will. Because out of our will or will not, I will or I will not, uh, comes the choosings and the decisions of life. Now let me mark for you uh, what, how, how, what characterizes will. All right? The will do. The will not don't. Because they won't. It's centered in the will. Now, the Word of God is, is powerful. It's quick. It divides down into all these gray areas and he said, where, no, that's of the spirit, that's of the soul, that's of the body, that's of the world, that's of the Word. That's, see, that's of the flesh, that's of the new creation of the spirit. See, the, the Word is always going to, uh, to go down in there and divide. Everybody say divide. Why does it need to be divided? Well, you know, there, there's, some, there's some stuff that needs to be separated. Amen? There, there, there really is. Can you think of anything that, that, uh, that, let's just make it easy, that they need to be separated from? Let's make it easier so we can get on the same page, all right? You know, point your finger. Go ahead and point. I know they need to be separated from that. Now, don't look at your finger because, remember, there's three pointing back at you. Just keep, your, keep the pointy finger pointed towards them. I know them. They need to be separated from some stuff. Anyhow. Deuteronomy 30 uh, and verses uh, 15. It says, look what I've done for you today. I've placed in front of you life and good, death and evil. And I command you today, love God your God. Walk in his ways, keep his commandments, his regulations and rules so that you will live, really live. Live exuberantly, blessed by God your God in the land you are about to enter and to possess. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Now remember, he said, I set this in, I've done this and I've set this in front of you. One translation says, now you choose. He says, choose life. I want you to choose the life and the blessing that I've set in front of you. But on the contrary, he allows us to choose the other side of things if we don't. And he said, there's only two choices, you know, to turn to or turn from. Because in turning to one, you turn from the other. I said, in turning to one, you turn from the other. This is what the word repent means. See, repentance is not, I'm sorry I got caught. I'm sorry for the consequence. Repentance is a life change. Repentance, listen, there's a repentance, the Bible says, that's here. In the mind. There's also repentance that's from the heart that humbles itself and under God and 
and allows for a heart change and a life change. If there's no change in the life, there's no change from the heart. If there's no change from the heart, there'll be no change in the, uh, in the life. Even if God changes things. Are you listening? Amen. You know, you can get left out. Let me put it this way. You know, religiously people say, well, there's them that has and them that has not. No. Listen, you opt out or you opt in. It's an option. The gospel is a great opportunity. That's what he says here. I'm setting this in front of you. He said today. Everybody say today. today. I'm glad you're here on a Sunday. But we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's the rest of our life. That's, that's more than just is here. Amen. Well, I tell you, I praise God that this church is finally turning the corner where there are more young people than old folks. Now, misunderstand me. Old folks need, uh, young people need the old folks and old people need the young folks. Otherwise, it all dies with you. I'm not going to go to a church that the generations are not represented. Listen, and cared for and ministered to and taught the truth of the word of God so they too can have the opportunity to choose for themselves. I remember when I was just a heathen dog, they came and, and... What's a heathen dog? See me after class. Amen. (laughs) Anyhow, doesn't bother me to say I was a heathen dog. I was one. You know, (laughs) don't have to get religious with it. I just was one. But anyway, you know, uh, but thank God that, you know, through someone was praying for us somewhere that, uh, uh, you know, they stopped by and said, can we bring your children to church? And I thought, well, I'm not going. But they ought to have the opportunity to choose for themselves. It's their option. Are you listening? And I'll tell you what got me in church was my three-year-old called me a hypocrite. She didn't know how to say hypocrite. She just said, why do I have to go and you don't go? So here's the thing, folks. If you want your children, you know, to know God and to find uh, freedom in this life and to discover their purpose and live a life that makes a difference. Are you listening? And, uh, you know, then you're going to have to do something in front of them that shows them the way, doesn't just tell them the way. You have to show them the way. So if you're part time with God, oh, what? Anyway. That's not, being, that's not being unkind. Listen, what, you know, there are no... Listen to me. God's hiring. He's looking for laborers. And part-time doesn't really have many benefits. He'll feed you lunch. You'll get a dollar at the end of the day. But full-time, full-time with Jesus... I mean, paying attention Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God at the center. Let me help some of you out here too now while I'm, I'm doing it, you know. I mean... It's all right. We're just washing green beans. Nobody likes dirt in their green beans. Amen. Maybe some pork fat, but no dirt in the green beans. You know, just wash them. When, well, even before you eat them raw, wash them off. Amen. You know, if, if God's not at the center, the best that can be created when we're off center, when things are, is chaos and confusion. Amen. Now, if you and I live at 
If you and I live with Jesus Christ as the center of our life and everything comes off of that relationship, no matter what other relationships are ca- that are confusing and chaotic, it doesn't control us. Are you listening? It only controls us when we enter into and get off center. Are you listening? Look for other answers other than Jesus Christ. When we buy into that, then we're confused and chaotic. Amen? Are you hearing? Uh, You know, uh, peace is very important. The kingdom of God is not chaos and confusion. God's not the author of that. What he is the author of is righteousness or right with God, God at the center. Are you listening? And then there's going to be peace and there's going to be joy. The funny thing about unhappy folk, they hate happy people. Have you ever noticed that? Amen. I'm having a good time anyway. Well, I've only got one page of notes, see? For those of you who are nervous whether I'm going to get done on time. One page. One page. Yeah, it don't matter where we get done. I've noticed this, you know. If, you know, that uh, when, you, when I'm not going to let folk, Jesus didn't let folk who did not know what they wanted or what they were to do stop him from doing what the Father wanted and what he was supposed to do. Amen. Are you hearing? And the funny thing about folk that don't know, I mean, they hate the folks that do. That's all right. You know, you know there's some folks that don't like God. But God loves them. And God's not going to stop trying to work with them, whether they will or whether they won't. Are you listening? But it's a different dealing. It's a different dealing. Praise the Lord, everybody. All right. We need to know God. And in knowing God, listen, we'll find if we'll, 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 we'll understand that God is the truth. He always tells the truth, nothing but the truth, only the truth, always. The spirit of truth has been given to us. Amen. And in the truth, we'll find freedom. Amen. And we'll discover God's uh, purpose for our lives. Now, his purpose for our life is to try to is for us to influence folks to know him, to find freedom, to discover God's purpose for their life, to help them. And in doing that, that's how we make a difference in life. How many of you would like to make a difference in life? Let me tell you, your degree on the wall and you working for that big corporation, people better than you, I hate to say it this way, but honestly, you and I are all replaceable where the world is concerned. But with God, you're irreplaceable. All the accolades, all the things that we strive for so hard, listen, while neglecting so great a salvation, when we get to heaven, what are you actually going to show for your life that has eternal significance versus Well, I was a success. At what? At what? For who?
God's path is God's way. Let me read this real quick to you out of uh, Proverbs, the third chapter. You know, Proverbs were written to help us to rule and reign in life. It's written to kings. It's written to kings' kids. A king, a king in the natural heard a king, heard the king of kings say, write this down. And even the king in the natural said, my son. Well, king's son is what? In, is an heir? Is a joint heir? Are you listening? I mean, even faithful. Look at the, the word ruling, uh, a ruler. Even, even faithful. Jesus said this. If you're faithful with a little, I'm going to make you the ruler over much. His full intent is to train us to rule and reign well in life. As kings in life. Amen. All right. So three... And verse, uh, verse number five says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God and run from evil. And you can read on from uh, there but God has a path that is God's way see God God really truly wants to be believed but he has to be trusted trust is required when we talk about faith in God real faith in God you know, so there people say I have faith and James said yeah but where's the do where's the works where's the showing of the thing he goes, I'll show you my trust in God, my believing God, by my faith that is a doing, working faith. It does what God says. Jesus said in another place, not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, you know. And listen, he said this, they'll say, we did this, we did that, we did the other. He goes, yeah, but I never knew you. We did not have an intimate relationship. There was not this one-on-one relationship. You just did religious things in my name. Amen? All right. In order to follow God's... uh, God's way, we have to trust in the Lord. One translation says, don't lean to your own understanding. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. God already figured it out. God figured your life from the start to the finish. God figured out how he was going to do everything he wanted to do, how he was going to get you to it and it to you. And we stress and strain and and all these things, you know, uh, Laboring under the curse, dealing with death, instead of living in the blessing. How do I live in the blessing? And God said, God blessed them saying. When you're hearing what God is saying, you're blessed. Why? Because you're hearing what God's saying. And it's on Him more than it's on you. Amen. Boy, I've tried sometimes to get Sandy to listen to me. And if she don't want to hear, she ain't listening. If she's distracted, she ain't listening. I'm not picking on her. I'm just saying, same with me. She'll ask me sometimes, what did I say? And if I wasn't really listening, 
She was saying, I was listening, but I didn't hear what she said. Because I wasn't really listening. I was listening, but I wasn't hearing. Why? I made a choice not to hear. I was distracted. Isn't that right? Got all these other voices going on. TV's going, this or that. You know, all that kind of uh, stuff. Ever been distracted in life? The Bible talks about in one translation that says all these detours to darkness. All these detours into darkness. The Bible says in another place that his word is a lamp unto our feet. You don't have to be in the dark. You ought to be done with the deeds of darkness. You ought to, you ought to choose. The Bible says in another place that God didn't come to, uh, uh, Jesus said, I, I didn't come to condemn folks. He said, I came that the world wouldn't be condemned. He said, but, he said, there are those that are determined to detour down into darkness because they love the dark more than they love the light. They're unwilling to walk in the light. They want to be in the dark. Amen. All right. But see, now, listen. We're here to be salt and to be light. Are you hearing We're here to turn on the light. Wherever we go, there's the light of God. There's the word in action. We're showing people God so they can know God. We're not just telling. We're showing people God so they can know the God that we know. It's a challenge, isn't it, to help people that don't want to know. Have you ever been assigned by God to be in a place where people didn't want to know God? I learned to quit hating that and start to relish it. I remember this one boy. I was thinking about this the other day. He said, let me ask you something. I said, all right. The Bible says to, act, to be willing to give an answer to those that ask you about the hope that's on the inside of you. See, they're looking for hope. They're looking for, is there something new? Because I'm sick of the old. So he said, let me ask you something. He said, how do you know that God is real? Is there a real God and do you know him? How do you know that God is real? I said, well, he lives in my heart. He snickered, you know. (laughs) He lives in your heart. Well, isn't that precious? I said, well, I know he lives in my heart. I said, because I'll tell you, I said, before Jesus came into my heart, if anybody talked like you're talking about somebody that I love, I said, I would knock you off of your little silly stool. I would stomp your head and kick you black and blue till you didn't even know what hit you. And I said, I would walk off and I wouldn't even feel bad about it a bit. Wouldn't bother me a bit. I said, but because Jesus lives in my heart and he's real, I'm not going to do any of those things to you. That's how I know. Answer a fool according to his foolishness, and sometimes you don't answer a fool according to his foolishness. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I can't help it, I was rough. Where I came from, you know, if, you know, you beat them up, kill them, do something with them. I mean, you know, they're in the way. Can 
can't we just all get along? No. <laughs> no, I don't get along with the devil. Amen. And when you're fighting for somebody's soul, sometimes, you know, in the middle of the fray, you didn't mean to hit them. But, I mean, you know, the devil's going to kill them. A little slap upside the head ain't going to. Anyway, moving right along here. i got to hurry. John 10.10. 10. This is, listen, guys, this is a new thing. This is a live promise. This is, this is because it's a new season and new soil and new seed. Let's look at this in a new way. And, and I love, this is a new translation of the Bible for me. It's just, it's the Passion Bible. It's a, it's a, only in the New Testament, only the New Testament and Pro- Psalms and Proverbs are available. But thank God that uh, it's been put together for us. In 10, it says, Jesus is speaking, said, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. Now God said at the beginning of this, uh, the jumping off place for us, he said, now listen, I'm upset in front of you today. See, in order order to... to, uh, uh, to to walk with God and to work with God, we've got to get out of this someday and get it into today. Now, I have hope that from my family, from my friends, for folks in this city, that someday will turn into a today for them with a right now God. All right? We're working and praying towards that. But I can't show them that if I'm not there. I've got to know that there's a today, a time called today when God says, I'm going to work this word. This is what I'm doing now. I'm doing today. And I'm telling you, this is a new thing because it's not surviving and just getting through. It's not the same old, same old. It's It's a whole brand new thing that God is doing. Life like you never knew. Life like you never knew. Has God got a life for you like you never knew? I absolutely believe that. Now, now, instead of trying to figure it out on my own, I'm going to wait and let him present that to me day by day. I'm going to allow God that the life that he put together for me for him to help me to discover that day by day. Big difference there. Isn't that right? I don't have to get up and dictate to God what he needs to do for me today. Or consequently, what he ne- dictate to God what he needs to do for them today. God's already got today. He's a, he wants to work in people's lives more than we want him to. That's the truth. Wants to work in your life more than you want him to. I'm convinced many, many times I've lived there and been and, and done that where you know, I mean I get you know, you're you're tired, you're on the run, it way over scheduled, over 
committed and all kind of stuff. And I mean, you know, you got it timed down to the second under, you know, man, I'm happy. I'm doing time management here. You know, I get up, I've got seven minutes to uh, get my stuff together, get in the car and get on the road. And God's like, I'll be back, God. Just hold on. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm going to turn on Christian music. A lot of that stuff you shouldn't anyway. Um, All right. It's time to do the new. Are you ready to do the new? Well, I know it's a new season because you can tell that the atmosphere has already changed. God's already tilled up hearts. Amen. Instead of crying over all the old weeds and stuff that, you know, would just gut your famine bread. Instead of crying over all the uh, losses and all that kind of stuff, you know, this and that. You know, there's some stuff you just, just gas money. There's other stuff that, you know, it's a lesson well learned. <laughs> oh, well, I have the experience of it, but I did learn the lesson. Amen. Amen. It's on to the more because the, because the same door, are you listening, that, that opened to the more, are you listening, on the backside of that is closed, it, it's marked no more. How many of you got, how many of you got some no more in your life? You ready, you ready to close the door and say, that, man, I'll tell you what, no more. No more. I'm done with that. Amen. The good news is God's done with it too. Hallelujah. And, and when, we're, when we turn from that, we're free to in, turn to and embrace the new that he has for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, some change going to happen all up in here. Amen. Now, you can stay the same and remain, or you can change. Because God's already changed it. Praise the Lord. You know, you don't trust God means that we don't have to be afraid of God, but we should fear the Lord. Does that make sense to you? Because the fear of the Lord, respect for Him, honoring Him, knowing that He's a God that does what He says, and says what He does, tells us. See, the Bible says that's the beginning of wisdom. Let me flip this over. Pastor Ron's going to come. We'll be done here in just a second. And the torture and torment will be over. Amen. It's all right. It's good seed. If it finds good ground, and you'll look a little deeper into this. Because we're in the new thing. It's going to be an awesome August. Amen. really is. going to be an awesome August. Praise the Lord, everybody. Introduction to the new. And this is a start. Everybody say, it's a start. (laughs) Amen and amen. Well, all right. This minister to you today? Did it strike a note in your heart today? Amen. There's something about fresh tilled earth. And I'm sure the earth didn't really enjoy it. All the bugs got messed up. All the weeds got whacked. All the stones got shoved and pushed around and turned over. 
All the stuff that was, you know, that was hidden is now up on the top for everybody to see. But that's part of the process of, of breaking up fallow ground. Ground that hasn't been touched before. Places in our life that, that are untouched by God. Maybe we had no trespassing signs put up there. Maybe it's just such a tangle and such a mess that, I mean, you couldn't get a hog snout in there if you tried. But God will work. God will work anyway. God's not afraid. David said, what time I am afraid. I don't know if I can trust God like that or with that. David said, but what time I am afraid, I will. I choose. I decide to trust you, Lord. Because I know you're good. I'll tell you, God's not only good. God is the great God. He's a great God. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. When Jesus talks about more than we expect, that's not a lie. He's saying more than you ever expected. Life like you never knew in the new. And you've known some things in the old, haven't we? Haven't we? Oh, haven't we? It's a difficult thing when all we've known is the old. That's our only point of reference. Well, I know some things about God. Some things about God. But not the new things about God that He wants to show you. That He wants to share with you. Don't ever be content with knowing some things about God. Well, Father, I pray for this people today. I pray for all of us. Thank you for August. I thank you that we are going to step up to the setup for you have set us up and you set some things up for us. Lord, it's hard to trust sometimes when you say it's what we never knew the new for you but we thank you Father that you have known all along we don't have to know all of it when we know you so Lord I pray today that if there's any here that don't know you have don't know you in that way in the new way of the new creation that right now would take just a moment I want you to be honest with yourself and be honest with God. Is Jesus your Lord? Have you accepted this wonderful offer of His, the opportunity to a new life, to be born again? Not just be religious, but to have a real relationship with Him, if that's you. I'm not talking about that you have accepted Jesus, but if you've never accepted Him, why don't you just slip up your hand and I'll pray for you right quick.
right quick. All right. Maybe you're here today and you feel a little you feel a little far from God. You know, I don't go by feelings, but I'm gonna tell you what now. You know, uh I'll come home if Sandy's not home. I know when she's not home. I know when we're far from each other because I was made to do life together with her up close, personal. I, I don't want to know life apart from her with it. And when, she, when we're not close, I know that. I know that. So I'm going to, I feel that. So I, w- I want to give an invitation today for if you're here and you feel far from God. The Bible says, you know, that God is greater than our heart. If you feel in your heart you need to you want to draw closer to God. Listen, let today, because I also this is a word from the Lord, it's a start. It's a start. It's a start. If you're here today, you want to draw closer to God. Listen, that's how He draws closer to you. When you the move is ours. The first move now is ours. He's come as far as He as far as he can, the door opens to the inside. He stands on the outside and knocks. That's you here today. Just slip up your slip up your hand. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to leave here today and not allow the Lord to minister to you and have His way. Hands up all over the house. I I, I feel far from God and I want to feel near to God. I want to draw near to God. Listen, forget about what has happened. Ever how you got to where you are. Today's a brand new start, and it is a start. It is a start. The Bible talks about that the steps of a good man or good woman are ordered by the Lord, and that when our way pleases God, when we're moving in towards God's way, it says God busies Himself with every little detail. He delights in 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 dealing every little detail. And I'm going to tell you what. Now, there's nothing like walking and working with God. So Father, I pray for my friends today that feel far from you, Lord. I I thank you sometimes that you just remove yourself and you separate yourself and you kind of hide. But it's because you want us to seek you more. It's because you want us to search until we find the one we're really looking for. Until we're willing to let go of everything that we thought we knew in order to have what we never knew of you. I thank you for it, Jesus. I thank you for it. Hallelujah. If you can agree, say amen. I'm going to end this with this, with this charge. Listen, there's some folks out there that never knew. the new that God is going to do for you and you can join them you can join yourself to those kinds of chariots those people that are that are that are looking in private God if you're willing to be a witness God will God will help you they may surprise you at the dogondas of places but I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost your pastors here and other people all around, we're, we're trying to help you to know God. And while you're being helped, try to be some help out there. Because there's some folks that know, that know not of Him, not all men are of faith. Uh, 
that maybe have never had the opportunity to know the God that, that you're coming to know now. Would you just be faithful to that? God doesn't have another plan. You're it. God doesn't have another witness quite exactly like you. And if, if you don't, if you won't, see, who's going to? Amen. Would you be willing to be useful for the master so you could be fruitful for the master this next week? Careful if you raise your hand. If you really don't want to, don't do it. Because I'm telling you, God's going to, well, I don't know what to say. Don't worry, he'll give you what to say. I don't know what to do. Don't worry, he'll show you what to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you're not on that job just to perform a task or to, or to make natural things alone happen. You're where God has positioned you to bring a heavenly perspective. You're there to be a witness for the king. You're there to bring the kingdom. Amen. All right. Well, Father, do that for them. Do that. For them, use these people that want to be used. Help them to be some help to people that really need help. Help them to step up to the setup and be a hand up to somebody that needs to be helped up. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.